Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass, there's a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here on Block Talk, Satan's Rapture.com, Rapture.org, our band Sipes, representing the Church of Philadelphia Internet, and with me is my original co-host, Denny. Hey, Denny. How you doing, Pastor Harry? Okay, how are you doing today, Denny? Uh, it's, it's dreary outside, but I'll make it. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> you will make it. Yes, yes, you will. So here we are. Welcome to the end times, you know. When we look around at this world, people would have to really go into a deep denial to, to to deny that we are in the end times, that some apocalyptic type events are happening all across the, around this world. I mean, <laughs> we are seeing like, um, even in Oregon, there's a, a plague of uh, cannibal grasshoppers. I mean, uh-huh. there's, um, <laughs> in, in, in some states, there's these, giant snails uh, that carry deadly parasites. The monkeypox, they claim, is spreading. Uh, Putin is waging a harder war against the Ukraine as ever before. The world economy is very shaky. They're predicting a recession or worse. China could have major economic uh, turmoil affecting the whole world. Uh, In Sydney, Australia, there's a flood. Thousands, Thousands of people were evacuated. Yep, flooding, severe, severe storms, uh, severe weather, everything. Yeah. Also heard that the satellites were being knocked out of orbit due to solar flares. Yeah, well, the solar flare activity is is picking up. That's why there's a heat wave, and that's triggering yep. these, yeah, horrific storms across the United States. Is the humid, the heat? When there's solar flares hitting, Danny, you always see a heat wave. They'll never connect the dots on TV, but you can watch solar flare, heat wave, solar flare, wildfire, solar flare, yeah. heat wave. But anyway, you know, a friend. yeah, well, anyway, you know, this is happening and um, we are in the end times. And this is the only radio broadcast that I know of on planet Earth podcast, any cast sermon, anything that's preaching the truth of the gospel and that cornerstone of that truth. Is who Jesus is, and that he is the Christ, the son of a living God, not one-third of this fake pagan trinity that has destroyed Christianity since about 150 A.D. And, um, you know, everyone, the Bible talks about the Church of Philadelphia, that God has a faithful remnant today around the world. We don't know the size of this remnant we don't know how many people. They're far and few in between. But we know that everyone that's part of God's faithful run then begins with accepting Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God, not uh-huh. the, not this pagan fake trinity. And, um, you know, Jesus has many end times warnings, Danny, about make sure to watch and be ready. For you know not the day and hour when your Lord comes. Um, don't make sure your heart isn't overcome with drunkenness, partying, carousing, the cares of life. Did the day comes upon you unaware? Um, all these warning after warnings. 
And then we see this faithful church of Philadelphia. It has, Jesus says, you have kept my word with perseverance. They kept his words pure and they followed them. And they had overcome the world and earned their crown of life. That's the church that's going to be taken through the open door, their open door into heaven, and then in the first of two raptures. And that didn't, that, didn't some of the church of Sardis get the open door too? No, they hadn't no. gotten their robes dirty. No, there was a few. Remember, Sardis was a church in seventy, eighty, ninety A.D. And uh-huh. it was a church that did not believe in the fake pagan trinity that didn't come around. So Jesus acknowledged in this church that fell asleep, there were a few people that were truly following him. Well, that's they, good. They were worthy. Well, if they would have got, if they would have saw the letter and it didn't say that, the, the people would have been very confused. The, the few that were following Jesus that had a worthy walk because they would have said, why aren't we included? We're, we're not part of a deadness. We we also know that if, if that Sardis was preaching the Trinity, those people would have spoke out and immediately been ejected. They would have been kicked out, just like today. Mm-hmm. Can't stay in a Trinity church unless you're silent. You open your mouth, you're gone. And that's, that's true. That's, right. I mean, that's reality, yeah. That, that's, that's what, what they from, expect you to do about Santa Claus, too, here in West Virginia. I well, try to what, tell people on. about it, and they shut me up. Let's, just, let's wind up a little. Not... Across America and the world, they want you to shut up about Santa Claus. Expand yep. your horizon. It's the whole world. And, yep. and and Jesus tells us to tell the truth and don't lead these little children astray. But the real question today is, will God raise up a real physical church of Philadelphia as a light and warning to this world to try to unify the uh the scattered remnant out there to try to to help them to to warn the world to show people Bible prophecies real look up the Church of Philadelphia and it could happen or would it just be a, a scattered small remnant taken and it would be a mystery to to the world in general so we're we're waiting you know and we're watching to see what happens as the doomsday clock ticks down. And what we know what God could accomplish, it's the question of the people. And that's like I look at it. There's a doomsday clock ticking down, Danny, and it is ticking. And it may be one minute to midnight, two minutes to midnight, three minutes to midnight. And only God can weigh out if he holds things back for five, six, seven years. And all the evil that's happening in this world and the harm and the shooting rampages and the children being satanized and abused and everything by the media. Only God knows is will the fruit be worth the evil? Meaning, would a real physical church of Philadelphia yield a total of 144,000 people? Or mm-hmm. would, it, would it be no, no, not much fruit at all? And only God has the answer to that question. So for us today, the wise thing to do, wisdom, the Holy Spirit would say, have a worthy, a walk with God today that's on the path of worthiness, that's accounted worthy. Be overcoming the world and earn your crown of life. So either way, it's a win-win situation. Yeah, I mean, so does this make sense, Danny? So if, um, right, so... If there would be a total of 144,000 people, because theoretically a person dedicating their entire life today to following Jesus in spirit and truth, they and identifying with the Church of Philadelphia, they would extreme would experience extreme hardship and stress and stress for their faith and persecution. But if they keep His word with perseverance, they would earn a crown of life. So there could be some people, um, it's how many people would, would really dedicate their life. How many people yeah. are out there now? But God knows ways to fruit out versus allowing one more day of evil in this world. And only God has the real answer to this. And I, I don't really believe God will allow 
children to be Satanized for the next six years because it just doesn't make sense. My son even showed me a cartoon for little children on TV today. It, it talked about <clears throat> stopping the seven trumpets of the apocalypse, and if God got in their way, they'd have to destroy God. This was a child's cartoon. Well, right, because that's right, true. Wicked, evil people are Satanizing children every day, but we don't know what what, what that and all the abuse and child abuse and all the evil and all the suffering and everything in this world versus what could God get out of uh, six years, eight years. 144,000 people, people truly following him, mass healings, miracles, maybe. Maybe God would allow that. And speaking out against what they're doing to children, and maybe some parents would at least wake up. And this would also be planting the seeds for, for for the coming time of testing, the apocalypse. So we don't we don't want to presume to know the mind of God on this issue. I just know God God weighs the fruit of this versus allowing how much evil. And you know, parents can hear the Holy Spirit. They can always turn the channel. They're, uh-huh. they're not. They're not helplessly tied to chairs, allowing this to happen. Yeah, but even even SpongeBob has wickedness in it. They worship Poseidon in the cartoon. Well, they right. glorify well, Santa Claus in the cartoon. They do all kinds well, of evilness in it. SpongeBob. But right, but the parents themselves allow this evil. They allow the Santa Claus lie. Yeah, the Holy that's Spirit. True. The Holy Spirit striving with with everyone that claims to be Christian. With the seven, with all anyone, and everyone else, he's telling them stop lying about these things. Come out of these dead Trinity churches, but they don't want to. It tells them what they want to hear. So again, God knows the answer to this thing, Denny. Mm-hmm. But we have to make sure that we're on the path of worthiness right now, because that would be the smart thing to do. But it, it could, or God could really do this. And then it would really do something. So, I mean, parents would be warned. They already see it, but they would see it more. Because they can always change the channel. You can always turn off the TV and do things with your kids. No one's forced to sit there and let their children be Satanized. Yeah. No. It's a choice people make. Everything is a choice we make. You know, it's in the, the Holy Spirit is trying to show people. But, I don't know if how much you're listening. But God is warning people, Danny. And, he, you know, he, he's striving with people every day. It's how long will we strive with people? And what will the fruit be of another week? Another well, a week? No, a year. What would the fruit be of four years? What would the fruit be of six years? Because this world can't go on too much longer. I mean, they are slowly, systematically, but ramping it up, destroying the world economy. They're mm-hmm. trying to to cause the, the total collapse of the world economy. And and Putin is expanding his war in the Mideast. He's even threatening Israel about airstrikes yep. on Syrian weapons. Everything is ramping up. Everything. So the question is, will God... Is it worth it to raise up a real physical church of Philadelphia? And we're going to get the answer very soon. You know, we, I think God we, wants a church of Philadelphia. He wants a church of Philadelphia, but I don't know if I don't know if uh, you right. know, things are going to be good. It's, well, God, right? It's what will there be enough response to make it worth it? Would people really wake up and really? really give it their total all for five, six, seven years, would they? See, that's the question. We don't know. We'll find out very soon. But it's people to limit God, Denny. God that's doesn't. True. God, it's not what God, God, sure God wants to do something, wants a final warning, but will he get enough people, uh, will enough people respond to me, make it even worthwhile? Would we have a church with six people in it? Well, that, that really wouldn't be worthwhile, would it? No. 
No, it would not. It would not be worthwhile. Only God has the answer to this question, Denny, and we're going to get an answer very, very soon. So we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back. into today and welcome back to doomsday talk radio i'm your host pastor harry here on block talk satansrapture.com.org our band site and with me my original co-host danny hey danny still with you pastor harry good good danny so like i said here we are god knows the answer to this the doomsday clock is ticking and we'll find out very soon and that's the best the best response would be for people to say, hey, I'm going to have a worthy walk with God today. I'm going to earn my crown of life, whatever happens. I want to be worthy. I want to be taken in the first of two raptures. That should be the, the mindset and heart of, of every true Christian. That would be the mindset and heart of every true Christian. Anything else is rebellion. But you got to remember, Denny, the Holy Spirit is constantly striving with with the churches, with everyone, especially that claims to be Christian. So Uh people have no excuse. They just don't want to listen to the Holy Spirit. And then, yeah, they just don't want to listen. They want to do what they want to do and tell themselves it's all good. They want to downplay the evil. They want to, well, it's not so bad, or it's not going to do much. See, they downplay it. Because it's easier to downplay it than to do something. See, mm-hmm. So pe- people play all kind of games with God day and night and night and day. And one day the games will end. It's just how fast, how quick they'll end. And, yeah, uh, like I said, 144,000 people, the Church of Philadelphia, as a visible, defined, real church with a real set of beliefs, and people, real healings and miracles happening, which would happen, and then them taken out of this world, well, that would that would really make things clear to the world what has happened. Doesn't mean no, but it, and it would help to trigger uh, this mass repentance that's coming. It, it would help. So we're going to have to just, you know, watch and be ready. Watch and see what happens. I also uh, think if there's a, Church, if there's a real church of Philadelphia, there will be a lot of people that hear the message but don't accept it, and maybe they'll accept it during a tri- tribulation. That's exactly Like the 144,000, right. like they would hear it and become prophets. Well, that that's true, too. It could cause, you could sit, right, it could cause a lot of good things, planting a lot of seeds. Uh, does, very, very few people would join it, but... But a lot of people, it would it would set the tone for what's coming. It would yeah, show exactly. them that the, that the book of Revelation is a real physical church, and the whole book of Revelation is a real physical book of what's to come. So it would it would do that too. It would do a lot of good, but the question is, are there enough people to make it worthwhile for God to allow allow more evil in this world? You see that that's that's the whole question. 
And only mm-hmm. God has that answer. We just know we are getting very close to the start of the apocalypse. And six years, eight years, that would be about as far as God could hold back things without with allowing people to have a choice. He can't start destroying nations with earthquakes and then the volcanoes, Danny, because then he's defeating his purpose, the time of testing. Right. To see who's truly worthy to come to his heaven. To see who would 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 do damage to his kingdom of love and peace. And you know, so only God has the answer to this, Danny. And we're going to find out very soon. You know, uh, because ten years ago it looked more promising. Now we're getting to that. We're getting to that crunch time. But, but as we as I said, um, parents don't have to allow this. The evil exists because people are allowing it. They're not mm-hmm. listening to the Holy Spirit. They're doing whatever they want. They're, they're refusing. They're fighting the Holy Spirit. It's called blasphemy of the Holy Spirit or rebellion against the Holy Spirit. And people do that in many, many ways. But they Isn't the, that the unforgivable sin? Well, because... Yeah, why would it be the unforgivable sin? Because you're actually going to, you would be dying in that state of rebellion. Yep. Right? Jesus said anything, all manner of things says spoken against the Father and the Son, yeah, you can repent. You'd be forgiven. I always no thought blasphemy the Holy Spirit was like telling the Holy Spirit to leave you alone. Well, that would be, well, it'd be part of it, wouldn't it? Saying get yeah. away, but just don't listen to fighting, not listening. That's blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit saying stop doing this. Person keeps doing it. The Holy Spirit says do some, do this. Person says no. So that's it's 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 rebellion against the Holy Spirit. It makes more sense, don't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah can come in subtle ways, less subtle ways, more open ways. But that's what God said. He said to Noah, he will not always strive with men. And he gave Noah 120 years to build an ark to his family. And all the time building this giant ark, not one person joined. Not one person joined Noah to help him build that ark. Mm-hmm. No. Except for his three sons and their three daughters. No one. All the people probably knew about Noah and his ark. They all probably walked past and saw it and they just laughed and mocked. Because it says Noah was a preacher of righteousness. He told people exactly what he's doing. But right. not one person joined. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to just we'll watch and be ready. That's, that's the answer to this question. Jesus Either way, it would be like the days of Noah. Would be as the days of Noah, where and you could take that either way. And the flood came upon them suddenly and took them all away, carry them away. It was as a sudden shock. But then again, a real church of Philadelphia would represent a real physical ark. Yeah, you know, I often wondered. I don't know how true it is. You can tell me, I guess. Uh, when. When Jesus described the rapture, he said there's two in the bed and two in the field, and one will be taken and the other left behind. Does that mean half the Christians in the world will get taken? No, not at all. That's not even close to that. A tiny fraction will be taken. What he was just talking about was it's a global event. If if one part of the world is nighttime and the other part of the world is daytime, that's a global event, all time zones. I mean, you also That's think about the other, the other parable. There was another parable about uh, ten bridesmaids and five were taken and five were left. That's half. That's half. Right? That's only the parable. It's not equating that to the churches. There's not fifty percent right. of. There's not fifty percent of the Christian world uh, following Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a Living God. Mm-hmm. These are just parables with a, with a meaning. The wise virgins had oil in the lamp. They were walking in the Holy Spirit. The foolish virgins weren't. It's not an exact mathematical breakdown. It wasn't supposed to be. 
It's contrasting the wicked versus the wise. The wise have oil in their lamps. They're walking with God. The foolish aren't. Mm-hmm. See, that's that. That's the message. It's I've also correct. heard, you can explain this one to me as well. Uh, yeah. I've also heard that the reason why America is not mentioned in prophecy is because so there's so many Christians in America that get taken in the rapture. Well, that's that's another lie. That's not true. There's not so many Christians in America. There's very few. There's, very, there's, right. not one, there's not one physical church in America that even denounced its teaching the truth of who Jesus, of the Bible. Right, that makes sense. No. America's going to get great destruction come upon it in the Bible. When the, in the trumpet judgments, one third, when it says one third of, a, of the, uh, of the world will be set on fire. That, that's you know that's, that's America's fate. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I mean that that's the fate fate of America. But no, there's not. Um, no, Revelation shows seven churches. That doesn't say one in seven Christians are worthy. No, it's just showing. There were seven contrasts of these seven churches, and God shows us the Church of Philadelphia as the model of the worthy church, what they were right. doing right, and and the other ones were doing, the other churches were doing some things right and some things wrong, and they were not repenting. And Jesus said, you know, let he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. We don't know how many came out of their rebellion back then or today, but very few will be taken in the first of two raptures. That we know. That there are very few people following Jesus with every loving God with all their heart, soul, heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving their neighbor as themselves in the truth. There's very few people that even profess Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God. And denounce the fake trinity. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's it's a very a very small group would be taken. If it is 144,000, that'd be a lot. That really would be a lot of people that have a worthy walk with God. And, you know, that's, that's something that's, like I said, yet to be seen. There, there's a parable of the three uh, servants. Two are faithful and one's wicked. That doesn't mean two out of three people to claim they follow Jesus are, are for real either. Right. Parables are parables that show us a contrast between the righteous and the wicked. They're not mathematical breakdowns. Okay. They're just showing us what the wicked do and what what the righteous do. What the wise and righteous do versus what the wicked do. And that, that's what parables teach us. So, mm-hmm. so we would say, well, I want, I, want to be the, I want to be the good servant. I want to be the wise virgin. I want to be the church of Philadelphia. I want to be the church that escapes the apocalypse in the first of two raptures. Why would well, you want to the, Right. What, what does that parable mean about the oil and the lamp? What is the oil and the lamp, and how come the, the ones that got raptured had the oil and the lamp? Well, it means they were walking in the Holy Spirit. Oil represents the Holy Spirit. Having oil in your lamp means you're walking in the Spirit of God. Spirit and truth. Remember, the Father seeks those to worship him, Jesus said, in spirit and truth. They, they, have, right. the, they, they have the Spirit of God and with the truth of God. You have to have both. So they're walking in the Spirit and truth of God. They're walking in the Holy Spirit. That means they had oil in their lamps. They were wise. Mm-hmm. The foolish had no oil in their lamps. They were walking in darkness. And the door, was, the door was open to the wise and slammed shut to the foolish. And Jesus said to them, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I know you not. He didn't know. He said, I don't know you. You're not, you're not my followers. You're not my, my true sheep. Because he said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And these people, they can only follow him with the Holy Spirit. Right. No other way. Can't. 
cannot follow God except with the Holy Spirit. Not in spirit and truth. No. You need God. You need a sp- the Holy Spirit. Or you, can- you need the spirit of truth to walk in to follow God in spirit and truth. Right. Right. Yeah, so we'll let that sink in a minute. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back here on Doomsday Talk Radio. Power of free will. 
So we, we choose to follow God or not from our heart, from our free will. That's why when we do, it's so special to God because it's our free will choice. He even gave the angels free will. Yeah. They weren't even. created to be slaves. No, the angels had a free will too. That's correct. And there was Satan, his name was Lucifer, he turned on God and led a rebellion in heaven against God. And one-third of the angels actually turned against God, a kingdom of pure love and peace. In a beautiful kingdom, in the, that presence of God, they actually turned against God and tried try to, to overtake heaven. God cast them out of heaven to earth. And the demons are down here right now, still waging war against God, still waging a rebellion against God, leading humanity in a rebellion against God. Yeah. But um, Satan's very clever. He can see he's smart. He can convince, he convince one-third of angels that are living with God in a kingdom, in a place filled with love and goodness and peace. God's evil he should be overthrown it, it just shows how um, he's clever but it also shows that yeah, ain't one third of those angels they just turned evil yep. they didn't want to worship and serve God do you think that uh, God put a curse on the angels to make them ugly because every drawing, painting, picture of, of a demonic character, they're always ugly and, and hideous. Well, maybe when they rebelled, that's what they turned themselves into, ugly and hideous. It's more likely that's what they turned themselves into. Right. I don't know if God, God did it, but they certainly, maybe that's what they turned themselves into then. That makes sense. I mean, ugly, ugly, wicked, rebellious beings, because they are. And they're, they're part of Satan's plan that they're still trying to lead the world astray. But they ultimately, they can only lead astray those who don't want God. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, that, that's, the whole, that's the whole thing. I mean, Adam and Eve... If there was no Satan, they still would have rebelled and ate the fruit of the forbidden fruit of a knowledge of good and evil. Satan just made it happen faster. Right. If evil happens with or without the devil. He just makes it happen faster. You know, and that's what he did there. It's like, um, yeah. Like adding yeast to uh, to fruit juice is going to ferment it much faster. No, yeah, like that makes that, sense. And just like that uh, yesterday, that 22-year-old uh, person went on a shooting rampage at that Fourth uh, of July parade. Satan was the was the influence, the inspiration behind that, and he yep. had this. But the person willingly was a puppet. And as soon as the person went on his rampage, of course, Satan abandons him. And there he is, left alone to be arrested and faced. He'll be in prison the rest of his life, or at least until yeah. the tribulation begins. But there's a perfect example of a, if, if that person's heart was filled with, with the love of God, with peace, he wouldn't have followed that. That's true. You have to have a heart full of hatred and rage and anger, or you're not going to want to do such evil. That, that, and that's uh, that's true. And once again, another young person buying an assault weapon of mass destruction. It's ridiculous. It should be 21 with a mass with a background check. To even wonder why why does this 20 year old kid. One an assault rifle. In New York City, they, they decided to have uh, social media background checks so they could check your social media sites. Well, for uh, a young person, 18, 21, maybe they should. But they yeah, are anyway. Exactly. They're checking them anyway. This, yep. this, this, this person had uh, posted a lot of violent imagery on his, on his Facebook page. 
a lot of horrible, violent things. And, um, and it begins so, uh, with the video games. Yeah, well, I'm sure he played hours and hours of violent video games shooting people as well. Yeah. And I'm sure his parents just allowed it or turned a blind yeah. eye to it. You know, uh, like millions do. And um, I heard a report that he even visited a, a synagogue over Passover. There was a, a strong Jewish community there. There weren't all Jewish people he shot, but it could have played a role in his thinking. Yeah, exactly. I agree. It, it may, it probably did play a role. Why else would he visit? Uh, why else would he visit a synagogue? He lived in that area. Why would he visit a synagogue over Passover? He didn't go there to take uh, lessons. He didn't ask to be nope. for conversion purposes. So what did he go there for? In his mind, he may have believed he was shooting all Jewish people. He could have been filled with anti-Semitic hatred, but he just fired 70 shots as fast as he could. And I heard he also heard he was dressed up like a woman to uh, evade so he could escape easier. Yeah, but they traced the gun to him and caught him. And it's another one more, uh, one more tragedy that really didn't have to be, probably. But that's two sides in this in this gun issue in America. You have two extremes. One side wants to ban everything with a trigger, and the other side wants to allow everything. Play games that don't work. You know, and that's just part of the evil of the world. Yeah. It's just what, it's what we're seeing, Danny. And um, it's, uh, you know, we'll probably have a lot more of these things. So one day Biden will use executive action to uh, ban assault weapons, as Clinton did. At least for uh, the sale for a short time. But it's... Um, these are all, this is all just an example of the, of the wickedness of this world. And Gia said the time of the end would be as the days of Noah, when violence and wickedness filled the earth. You know, 55 people were shot in Chicago over the weekend. It wasn't just mm-hmm. a shooting massacre. Every weekend in Chicago, 50 people, 60 people, 80 people were shot, 4, 5, 10, 15 killed in Chicago alone. That's more people right. being shot and killed than in, in Putin's war in the Ukraine. If you think about it, mm-hmm. which is escalating and now they're evacuating whole cities because he's has no plans of letting up. And the Ukraine yep. seems to have no, no plan of surrender. So this and right in now, the meantime, what's that then? In the meantime, all that food that they had in Ukraine can't get out to foreign countries. That's right. 40 million tons of wheat and grain rotting in ships because they can't, they can't stop Putin. They're too afraid of triggering a nuclear war. Yep. And he knows that. And Putin and, would push the button, too. Well, he might. He don't have to. If he can achieve everything he wants without doing that, then he won't. Because he really doesn't know the response he'll have. He just knows if he just uses the threat of a nuke, he can keep going and going and going. Mm -hmm. You see, just the threat of a nuke alone is enough to keep this conventional. And conventional, they can't stop him. Not not when there's ten missiles to one. Ten Russian missiles to one Ukrainian missile. How are they going to stop them? Do you think they can't stop Putin? What's that, Danny? Do you think president, he would have stopped Putin? If who was president? Donald Trump. How would he have stopped Putin? I don't know. Maybe Maybe Putin's afraid that Trump will push the button. I don't know. I don't think Putin would, was, was that much afraid. He just knew with Biden, it's a it's a cakewalk. It's a piece of cake. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, Trump's more unstable. 
he waited till Trump was gone because he doesn't know exactly maybe what Trump would do. Trump is very unstable. I don't know what Trump would do. But we know what Biden's doing, and he's still he's going along with NATO. He's Biden's not going to start a nuclear war over to Ukraine, right? And like I said, Putin has no need to. He's doing a pretty good job without nukes, isn't he? Yeah, he is. And Putin has a Putin has a goal in mind to move his missiles as close as his nuclear tactical nuclear missiles as close as he can to Europe. And then move to take the oil of the world, of the oil of the Mideast, of Iraq and Saudi Arabia, along with with, with uh, Iran. That's why he's he's moving a lot of uh, he's moving a lot of missiles and weapons to the into Syria, and Israel is blowing them up. And he warned Israel against these attacks, and Israel's not going to let up these attacks. They can't. They can't. And they won't. But Putin is, uh, he warned them. He didn't say what he's going to do. He just made a warning. He's spreading his reach out. But um, Iran's getting close to a nuclear weapon. This whole world is in such dire, dire condition, Denny. Yeah, it is. You know, and anything could trigger World War Three right now. Anything. But the only, the hand of God is holding back World War Three right now. Right. And for how long? Not, we don't know. Not too much longer. So I'm back. trying to think of, of one incident in the Bible where God overpowers free will, and I thought of one. Uh, when when the Antichrist, uh, he, de- he creates the, the, the harlot of Babylon. He creates it, but the Antichrist then destroys it later on because God influenced him to do it. No, God doesn't influence him to do it. God doesn't tell him to do it. Does he not? No, he does it because he wants to, because he's enraged that people love this church of sex more more than listening to his speech than him. Wow. So he nukes the Vatican, and then he forces the world to worship him. He was jealous that it was too popular. God didn't tell him to do it. He chose to I thought do it. he wouldn't destroy something he created. He didn't create it, he resurrects it. But then yeah. he gets he gets he gets jealous of it because people would be so so addicted to a church of sex. Sex is the path to heaven. Sex with anything that it became more more interesting than his speeches. Mhm. So he nukes it and forces the world to worship him as God incarnate. As the perfected human being, the son of Lucifer. Yeah? Oh, well. God, God does never override free will. There's nowhere in the Bible where God will ever override free will. It's always our choice. Everything's our choice. Never overrides free will. Mm-hmm. Nope. Not one instance, because then it isn't free will anymore, is it? That's true. Oh, God wants us to follow him and love him from within ourselves, not from because we're forced to. God, right. In the tribulation, God's going to force everyone to make a choice between Satan or himself, between becoming a god, as Satan says, or worshiping the true God. He's going to mm-hmm. force people to finally choose, but it's the choice is theirs. He's not making the choice for anyone. He didn't force that us to do it. Right. Yeah, it does. God didn't force us to do this show today. He didn't force That's me to true. do this show. I chose to. I want to. Yep. I want to help bring clarity and truth of Jesus' words to whoever's out there listening. To give them an idea of what's going to happen very soon in the world. Because there will be a rapture event. The worthy, faithful remnant of God, the Church of Philadelphia, will be taken through their open door into heaven. And then the apocalypse will begin. With the coming of Antichrist as the Savior of the world. That will happen. We just 
don't know exactly which way, and we're hoping, well, for the best. That would be a real physical church of Philadelphia. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, and that's what we're hoping for. But I think God's hoping for that, too. Well, not hoping. He knows what will happen. Well, he knows. That's true. If enough people with their free will will, will, will make it worth it, he'll do it. And if it's going to be a a non-event, he won't. It's it's that that simple, because we don't know how many, how big God's faithful remnant is today around the world. It could be as little as seven thousand people. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see you do an XM radio show someday. That way, you'd have a lot more listeners. Well, we could do a lot of things. But it's all in God's hands. He know he has the answer to this. I just know there's a doomsday clock ticking really loud, Danny, and he knows yep. how much when it's going to ring, when time's up. So if people wait too long, even if the Church of Philadelphia does miraculously come about, maybe too le- too late for them to keep His word with perseverance, overcome and earn their crown of life. Maybe too late for that. Maybe. Um, there's a parable about some bearing fruit, some 30-fold, some 60, some 100. Maybe that means there will be a physical church of Philadelphia. And based on the time, some at least bear fruit 30-fold and some 60 and some 100. Right. Based on, on the time allowed. That's a possibility as well. But we're going to know the answer to this mystery very soon, Denny. I agree. Very, very, very soon. Because it would take it would take mega money to win, mega money to do this. And that would take a, a mega lottery. That's a, it's in the Bible code, but not all codes happen. It's a possibility. Yeah, I think it's almost impossible to predict the future with the Bible code. Well, it's very difficult because it may be a record. If it's a record book of all past events, well, then it, it is very difficult to predict the yep. future. God could lead you to see some things. That's I true. know he, I know he led me to buy lottery tickets from reading <laughs> the code. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I would too. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So it's all a question of the fruit and the free will. You know, and how many people would really make it worth it versus God allowing all the evil in the world and suffering to continue longer? I mean, there'll be, you got to remember, too, during the tribulation will be the time of the most intense suffering and persecution the world has ever seen against those who follow Jesus as the Son of God. It just, that will bring all evil to a, a climax and then burst God's going to burst it mm-hmm. it's just what again free will it always comes down to free will then everything does right you know do we uh, the wise the wise virgins kept oil in their lamp with their free will they could see where they're going they weren't in darkness the foolish virgins got no oil. They did not walk in the Holy Spirit. They walked in darkness. You see, so, again, free will. The theme of the whole gospel is free will. Right. And what what we do with our free will. Do we believe in, trust, and follow Jesus as the Son of God, or do we do what we want? And every fake Trinity church tells people... Believe in the Trinity, and you're guaranteed heaven. So they're telling them, you don't have to listen to the Holy Spirit at all, because you're going to heaven. It encourages them to not listen. It encourages them to think they can send their way to heaven. It encourages them to think it's no big deal. Sin's big enough deal that God sent his son to die for the sins of the world. Yeah, exactly. Sin is a big enough deal to say you can't earn forgiveness. It's a gift to the repentant. But 
people make a joke of that too, where they downplay it and say, well, just a little sin. There's no just a little sin. It's sin or it's not. It's rebellion or it's not. You're either saying yes to God or you're saying no to God. There's no maybe. Right? Right? Yes or no. That's true. He said answer yes or no. Yeah, well, that's to the Holy Spirit as well. Yeah. And when people make a conscious decision to rebel against God, that's called sin. And everyone has done that. Everyone has taken a bite of the apple, but how many will repent? How many will truly be honest with God? And be sorry and say they're sorry. They really want to accept what Jesus did for them and follow him in spirit and truth. That's who God looks for. He looks for the repentant. That's part of praying the Lord's Prayer every day is repenting of your sins, even the ones you didn't know you committed. Well, the Lord's Prayer is... The prayer of those that come to Jesus and repent, that's the prayer we pray every day. Right. And then the forgiveness continues. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those that sin against us. And then Jesus further emphasized that and said, and if you won't forgive others their sins, God won't forgive you yours. So that's a continuation of the circle of forgiveness. Yeah, there has to be forgiveness. Yeah. There has to be. But the Lord's Prayer was given, Jesus gave it to his followers. So that's that's what he, that's how he taught us to pray. That's, you know, um, that's the prayer. People say, I don't know where they got this out of the Bible, but they say not to pray repetitively. And my parents told me if I pray the Lord's Prayer every day, it's praying repetitively, and that's wrong. No, that's not true. If you prayed a hundred times a day, that would be repetitively. People pray prayers all day and night thinking the more they pray, the more God will hear. But that's not true. He hears the prayers of the of the repentant. So re- just repetition of prayer doesn't... I thought maybe that was referring you know, to like rosary beads or something. You pray, it could, say, a dozen Hail Marys or something. Well, that's, but then that's part of a lie too. Another fake trinity giant church... You sin, just say ten Hail Marys and you're going to heaven. Jesus never taught that. In fact, saying one Hail Mary is another sin. You're practicing idolatry. We're told not to worship anyone but God. So that's sin in itself. Two-minute warning, Danny. But that would be a sin in itself, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. Yeah. So that, uh, there again, rebellion. And the Holy Spirit is telling people in their hearts, don't do this. It's wrong. They do it anyway. Got to remember, there's a, the Holy Spirit is silently out there, Denny. When that shooter went on that, was planning that rampage, the Holy Spirit was trying to speak to his heart, don't do it. But obviously, he wasn't listening to God, was he? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No. Minute left, Denny. No, he wasn't. And it, it, every evil act, the Holy Spirit strives and tries to st- tell a person, don't do this. But when they don't listen to God, they obviously do it. He yeah. didn't just stand idly by and watch people do evil. He tries to encourage them to not do it, telling them to stop. You're on the wrong path. God even warned Cain, don't do what you're thinking. Don't kill your brother. But he did it anyway. Right. See? That's an example. But, no, there's really no excuse for anything people do because the Holy Spirit is striving with men. Uh, You see? So, there's no excuse for what people do. He's trying, but they rather listen to the unholy spirit. Say it. Right. Part of his rebellion against God. He knows where he's headed, but he just wants in his mind take as many people down with him. That's nature of evil. God wants to save save as many people as he can because that's the nature 
of God, goodness. Well, anyway, we're out of time today. I hope this show has helped someone out there. God bless. Good night, and take care.